Robbie. Yes. I am absolutely filthy. In what sense? Euphemism? Oh, not a euphemism. Come on, boy. Um, I have done, I think, the closest to a full day's labour for a long time. Um, By for a long time, today, you ever, as your professional uh, No, I've done a lot. I've, I used yeah. to do a lot of manual labour back in there. Um, um, but uh, recently, obviously, just writing uh, knob jokes and mm-hmm. uh, singing songs. Um, but I um, today did uh, a fair amount of power washing, uh, pressure washing of uh, various places. So good, isn't it? It's the best thing to do in life. So my mum's got like a business in Cleethorpes, a guest house. Um, and also down the road has uh, these a uh, place called the studios uh, studio 47 in case you're wondering um and so there you know What's the studios what do they do what is it the studios are basically self sufficient kind of like small hotel rooms so there's like eight of them um, she's like a local entrepreneur well i mean she's an entrepreneur and she's local uh, so oh, i yeah, guess yes she's a local entrepreneur yeah. I suppose it's, um, it's so she's are, a local entrepreneur depends on where you live i guess Exactly, yeah. yeah. She's not in Norwich, she's not local but in Grimsby, to me, so yeah. in Cleethorpes, yes. Uh, but these basically, the studios will have, um, you know, like, like the, the, the actual definition of a studio will be a uh, a large double bed. And then you've got like a, a kitchenette uh, area as well, in there as well, um, with, you know, sofa. So they're big, and then you've got your own ensuite as well. So um, you don't, you don't have, there's no like, basically like ensuite. Um, hotel rooms yeah. but with your own little kitchen area so it's basically for people contractors or you know people that are staying in the area for more than a few nights yep. that want their own facilities so it's quite good anyway there's like there's a, there's a, um, a drive on the front that fits three cars and um, I took it upon myself uh, you know having spoken to mum that I would um, pressure washer the, the, the drive and the side and it took a lot longer than I thought if I'm being brutally honest this morning I went to the same garden centre I went to yesterday to get some ankle wellies because I've got such large calves, I can't get in normal wellies. Um, so I went and got some ankle wellies, then pressure washed Studio 37, the front of it and the side. Took a little while. Because um, when you're pressure washing, and this is really good stuff for this podcast, it's um, there's a, it's not just, pre- you know, there's a lot of swilling down to do, a lot of sweeping to do. You know, there's a, I wouldn't say the skill, but there's a there's a definitely a routine to it, which takes a lot longer than most people I think would would think that it would. You got to get really in, haven't you, with pressure washer? You got to get close. Yeah, yeah. So essentially, I did that, and then I ran up to my auntie's house. My auntie has got a guest house on Isaac's Hill as well, um, and then basically did her front garden as well. So that's like kind of like patios and stuff. So I did that, but um, I wore shorts and a t-shirt because it was very hot today. But the, all that stuff was just like going up all over my legs, mm. um, box of shorts, not box of shorts, shorts, uh, face. So I just came back just before we got on the pod and face was covered in all sorts of sh- shite. I reckon so, yeah, I, mean, I could have to... taken you in a dirty off. Really? Today? Yeah. So we went, wow. um, we went to um, the Isle of Grain Coastal Park today. About a 30, 40 minute drive away. Um, wow. 
Uh, and my eyesight was funny, so I wanted to test it. <laughs> Political. Um, Come okay, on, okay. Good there we go. That's, that's, that's current. No, um, we, we just went as a little family trip out. In fact, yesterday was our first family trip out. We went to the country park. The first time, and it's the first time my kids have been in a car since, like, March. And also, really? yeah, Otto, our son didn't, um, we'd be very, very good at um, observing lockdown. I don't think there's been any discretions here. And um, <laughs> and um, Otto, I said, I can't remember how to put my seatbelt on. It was so long. He'd really? Be in the car. Yeah. Um, that is funny. So so yeah. So so the second trip out today. Yesterday we just went for a scoot um, on, on their scooters, and then today we went to um, the coastal park. And it's it looks like it's sand, but it's just mud. And you walk out oh, of it, and wow. you just get stuck. It's like quicksand. And so I had to like pull Otto out of it, but it was just caked in mud from like the knee down. Where, where, whereabouts is it? Uh, it's on the Isle of Grain, which is a weird, weird place. It's in the Thames Estuary. Oh wow! Um, it's not actually an island; it's a peninsula. Uh, the Isle of Sheppey, where I'm from, is the only true island in Kent. Um, okay, the Isle of Thanet right. is also not an island; it's a peninsula. So, a bit of an island one-upmanship there. Um, but it's no one goes there, so it's quite easy to socially distance. Um, yeah, and when on the way there, it's all, um, it's like BP have got a massive complex there. There's a power station. There used to be a big Kings North power station that's gone, but now there's a gas, I believe a gas fired one there now that I can't remember the name of. Um, but it's just really bleak. It's my one of my favourite parts of Kent is the estuary. I'm, I'm looking at it on on Google Earth. Yeah, I actually did a YouTube video once about going to it once during Vlogtober um, uh, a couple of years ago. So. Um, but it's it's this really sort of bleak, crazy place that that it's so close to London and yet is so weirdly no one's removed at sort of thing like that. You just it's just sort of out there and but no one really goes there. But it's quite it's quite nice. Um, it's not like sandy beach or anything, stony beaches and then no. mud. But it's if I really enjoy, I think we've discussed it before. I really enjoy sort Ooh, of infrastructure a- and big buildings. That so I just love driving past all the sort of. Um, there's a fort there. Stuff. Yes, there is. Yeah, yeah. What, what fort is it called? I, is it? I'm not sure. There's Grain Tower as well. There's a big tower thing there. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a weird place. Is that? Have you ever been to? I tell you what's really weird. Have you been to Dungeness ever? Yeah, I have actually. I can't remember why I went to Dungeness. Why did I go to Dungeness? Maybe. I think there might have been a gig there. Like a uh, there's a guy. Who used to run gigs and he was an absolute lunatic. He, honestly, me what and Rob used to do loads. I don't really want to say his name, okay. um, mainly because I can't remember it. Okay. I want to say Stephen Taylor. Right. Okay. Sorry. I'm just going to check on Facebook see if he is actually the same. If it's, it is. There's so Dungeness. While you're looking at that, I'll explain Dungeness. If, if people don't know, is a place in Kent, and it's it was called like. UK's only desert or something because it's so desert. Uh, something, but it's, I mean, it's non. I think it's nonsense. But it's this really sort of weird, bleak area, and there's a, there's a light railway that runs through. You can go from like Rye and get the light railway um, or Dimchurch and 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 through there. But um, uh, there's 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 also an enormous nuclear power station there. So it's a really weird, really weird nuclear. place. Yeah. I, wow. I think it is. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I absolutely not um, questioning it. Let, let me. You, you made me question that now. So let me just. Um... So I'm looking at Isle of Grain again, and so it's like you have to go to Rochester and then round. Ye- sort of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, okay. Dungeon Nest is a nuclear power station. There's two nuclear power stations there. One's operational, one is not. Dungeon S, Rodney Marsh. Oh, oh yes, that's why I've been. Why have I been to Dungeon S? Yeah, there was a gig there. There was a gig there. There's like one pub is there. It's really weird. It's, it's a brilliant place, but really weird. Because it's also it's the end of the train line as well, isn't it? Uh, I can't remember if it's the end or if it goes through, but it's 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 only on the light railway. It's not on the proper train line, I don't think. But wow, it's, well, then maybe I'm making this up. You might well like you'd probably recognize. There's all there is there. There's like a few tiny houses. Um, a famous film guy. I've forgotten his name. He used to live there. Oh God. Um, he's dead now. Arnold um, Schwarzenegger. No, uh, no, no, no. Um, uh, Cary Grant. That was it. No, no. I can't remember who it was. But he, um, he, he okay. used to he used to live there. But but all it is basically is a few houses. It's really flat, desolate, desolate land. A pub a railway line and a nuclear power station and a lighthouse. Okay. She can go up the lighthouse and see the nuclear power station. It's a brilliant place. I'd love to go and stay there for a weekend or something because it's really remote Is it, can you Can you stay in the lighthouse? I don't think you stay in the lighthouse, but I think there are places you can stay there, uh, I believe. Um, so that's Dungeness. Grain is, has got that sort of vibe to it. There is like a, a, a town of, of grain, but it's tiny. It doesn't look... Amazing, if I'm honest. Apologies if you live in Grain, um, <laughs> but um, but it, it's the, the coastal park's lovely, and it is just surrounded everywhere. When you're driving through, you're just flanked by industry. Great. Yeah, it is odd, especially that bit of not to but where you're from. Like it, I, when I remember like going there for the first time for a few gigs, like doing gigs in like Raynham. Oh, where was gigs the other in place I did? Yeah, I did a gig in rain. And, the yeah. greatest sporting moment of my life. And bear in mind, I was the first goalkeeper to win a trophy at the New Wembley Stadium. The greatest sporting moment of my life was when my scouts won the rain and five-a-side tournament. Really? Yeah, against like 64 other scout teams. It was incredible. Absolute legend. Yeah. Where's um, where's Gillingham? Gillingham's by Raynham. So the Medway towns are Gillingham, Raynham, Chatham and Rochester. Where, Chatham, yes. Where I, I spent a lot of where? Saturdays in Chatham and um, I don't like the wandering around the awful shopping centre. I think I've been to. I think I did a gig in Sittingbourne. Oh, Sittingbourne is um, very close to where I lived. Okay, I'm from the Isle of Sheppey in Kent. For those who don't know, which yeah. is probably most of you, um, and it's a weird place. Like it's in some parts, it's quite pretty. There's a big RSPB um, bird sanctuary thing. There's a there's one nice pub out on Harty, the Harty Ferry Inn and that, and it's and it's quite nice, but it's a weird place. Like in a, a lot, there are people there who have never left the island, and it's not that hard to leave the island. My mum was a teacher there, and I remember her taking kids up to, and there's thirty five thousand people who live on Sheppey. I remember her taking kids up to London or something, and a lot of the kids were just really excited because there's an escalator and they've never been on an escalator before. <laughs> Like and it's, it's it's a weird place and the people just don't leave, who don't who don't leave Sheppey or very rarely will leave Sheppey. Um, but I remember taking friends out there and these are friends who come from Bognor, so they're saying like it's and Bognor's on buttons on. They're going, we know what sort of like a slightly odd seaside yeah. town is like. Going, I, th- I don't think it's the same. And they came out there and they were like, wow, this is this is really different. We, we did went to Laysdown, which is basically like the holiday resort. It's where the craze used to go on holiday. And that, what? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad Frankie Fraser. When I was younger, he'd come and do like talks in the bars. It's, it's, it's pretty horrendous. Lays down on sea. Yeah, and we were there, and I oh. took them there, and they went to 
we went to a pub and they went in, I was driving so I wasn't drinking but they went in to get a drink at the pub and um they went in and said can I have um can I have like uh, four beers please and the person went and got them not from a tap not from a pit a fridge they just got some warm cans out of a cupboard and gave them to them in this pub no <laughs> yeah. way and they came back outside the big and going that's mental and <laughs> it was it was it's 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 a weird it's a very yeah. weird place yeah um but I, it's, yeah. it's 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 i remember i remember gigging there it's, it's, it's quite um every time i've been there it's quite i guess the pubs that i was doing it in were quite oh hey you what you prick do you know what i mean quite yeah. like that is that is that is that a thing yeah very much so yeah yeah, okay, cool. yeah. yeah. i remember when i went to university in norwich there was me and there's this girl called Nuki Sare, who's from Newcastle. Um, and we were going out in Norwich. And this is the first, I'd always used to be going out at home, like in, in Sheffield, which is pretty rough, and, and Chatham. And I remember walking around, we were walking into Norwich to go out drinking. We were, and I didn't really realise, but myself and Nuki Sare were both looking around when we were out, yeah, trying to keep sort of safe and all that. But we're going, what, what are you two looking for? And, oh, like just checking... Just checking, like, in case anyone's going to come and attack us. I went, everyone's going, why would anyone attack you? (laughs) What have you done? I'm going, well, that's what happens, isn't it? And I'm out, people go, I just go mental. I think, no. And everyone else who came from normal places were a bit like that. Is Grimsby similar? I, really, I was thinking about this the other night, actually. I feel, I've seen more, 100% seen more fights in Grimsby in out, out and up. In lights out than I have in London. I've never seen without a fight a in London. Shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt, it's very rare that you see fights kicking off in London. Do you know what I mean? No. Um, obviously, that has its problems, you know, with certain other elements of crime. But when I go out in Grimsby or Cleethorpes, I I'm on my guard more than I am in London. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I'm much more relaxed in London. And I just think because it's yeah I don't I don't know I don't know I've I've got no idea I think a lot of it in Grimsby is that a lot of people know each other and with with any kind of like town or city do you know what I mean it's the same kind of people going out and there are the yeah. certain bits of beef between certain bits of people that kind of linger on and I think when you're in London like it's rare that you'll unless it's a local it's rare that you'll get that kind of uh, chemistry as it were you know yeah. it's just different people there'd always be if you ever said like oh this person's a bit weird and then someone would always go that's my brother's girlfriend's cousin yeah exactly and everyone yeah knows everyone so yeah so yeah it's a a weird place I like I do like um, Sheppy uh, in in many ways and and, and I've still got friends there and it was it was a it was certainly a fun place to grow up but yeah it's weird but you're right there is that industry there that you're mentioning earlier and, and it's that sort of slightly weird close to London there was a steel yeah. mill growing up that I remember and now and over the sea over the way to grain you can see the big old power station that's now demolished and that and it's, it's good but I remember, I remember when I came up my one other my one previous trip to Grimsby was I was just, I was staying in near Hull South Ferriby is that a place South- uh, yes South Ferriby yes yeah. South Ferriby North Ferriby all the Ferribys I think I was in I was in a travel lodge or similar in one of the Ferribys I think South Ferriby and I was oh, working sure, in Hull and I was doing bits of stuff in Grimsby as well. Um, and that was my only ever trip to Grimsby there. But I remember there going to the bridge and just being amazed by it and being amazed by all the sort of factories as well and loving all that. Because I love, 
that's one of my favourite parts. Like I like a British seaside resort like Margate and all that, but I love this the industry yeah. seasidey stuff, and and that's what I liked when I was up in Grimsby Harbour. I I I, I genuinely um and, and being back in Grimsby has made me kind of all clay thoughts has made me kind of fall back in love with it. Not that I ever fell out of love with it, but um. You know, like going on these walks around these beaches and seeing the ships. Do you know what I mean? Seeing the ships coming. You know, having my little ship app. Where last night I saw this quite a large. I put it on my Instagram story. Quite a large uh, uh, boat ship um, had like a helipad on the front of it. It was clearly uh, an offshore kind of like windmill ship. So Allstead have got quite a few of them, and this one was going out to Norway. Um, but yeah, I just I just love that love the factories that are around. You know, I, you, you supposedly not allowed to, but you you can drive around Grimsby Docks. It's got its own security, ABP security, and they you know how to take photos because like apparently uh, a security breach, and you could be planning all sorts of stuff. I mean, they just love their job. Um, but yeah, you can go and like driving around Grimsby Docks is amazing because there's so much history there. You know, Grimsby used to be the, one of the busiest fishing ports in the world. Now it's, you know, sadly not. And, it, you know, it's capitalised on other things like the renewable energy. So Siemens, Dong, I think they've changed names, uh, Osted, um, who have kind of like, they operate out of Grimsby and do all the wind farms kind of like on the on the, on the East Coast yeah. and stuff. But I do, I do you know, I've, I've grown up with factories. Like I grew up on Columbia, a road called Columbia Road in Grimsby. And they built this massive bird's eye factory at the end of the road. It was absolutely insane. Like how, like looking back, how big this factory was, just at the end of our road. Do you know what I mean? So there were factories down the other end of the road. Like so, so I live on Columbia Road. Then at the end of the road is a road called Ladysmith Road. Then at like the north end of Ladysmith Road, um, there was like quite a few factories. You know that that was just like the norm. But then they decided to build this like massive bird's eye factory and like everyone kicked off because there were so many reasons why my mum was campaigning with a lot of the families down our road do you know what I mean they were like look do you know what I mean you're going to take our light do you know what I mean this huge factory and it, I yeah. cannot tell you how big it was you know maybe it was a lot bigger because I was a small child and it sadly it's burned down since since then but like it was massive and like my mum was like you're going to take our light you're going to take our light and they're like what about what about We'll give you every family like two trips to you know a, a holiday park every year, you know, as 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 a, an apology. Do you know what I mean, no, that's just no. Also, none of our TVs are going to work. Do you know what I mean? We, our aerials. Well, what we'll do is we'll pay for each and everyone's aerial, you know, to to be extended so that you'll you'll still have all the TV channels. No, it's unacceptable. Stop building. It's also going to stink. Well, look, do you know what I mean? We are a food processing factory. How about? We give you free microwave meals for the next two years. Mum was like, "That's yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah build away. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, just crack on, mate." So, what did you and, get free uh, microwave meals? Well, it basically, we we did for a little while, and then because you were basically given access to the company shop there, so anyone that lived on those roads, you could go and go into the company shop, and I think they got a discount. The company shop in itself is really cheap. My mum actually went to one last week. Uh, the company shop and their, their pie wipe. And it's basically all of the stuff that you'll get in supermarkets, including Waitrose, and there isn't a Waitrose in Grimsby, um, about a quarter or a third of the price. So mum went and then basically gave me a forensic analysis of what she just brought back and how much she paid for it. And to be fair, it was, you know, it was impressive. 
So back then, we used to get a lot of microwave meals. So that is the reason why I am uh, this size, because I just grew up on uh, bird's eye chicken chow mein. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was insane. But like, you know, we, we've grown up with factories. I used to play on a, a football pitch called the Ploggers. And you'd, you'd have uh, Finders or, and Christian Salvesons, like just right, right behind you. So it was, yeah, you are... It's an industrial town. Yeah, the, the time always, I went there before been. was filming for Bird's Eye. Was it? Yeah, it was like a corporate thing when I was... This is 20 years ago. So, I reckon, do you remember where it was? Was it a big blue factory? I don't think it was blue. It, it wasn't like... in. It didn't feel like it was in the town. Yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, they did have ones on the... On, on the yeah, I can't remember where the other Bird's Eye ones were, actually. Um, it was but big. I have to say, it was where they did the, they did the chicken because I was hoping I'd see where they did the fish fingers, but it wasn't. It was where they did like the curries and stuff. Really? Yeah. I have to say, I um, basically I had to do a school project on something, and I think it might have been like food and like I can't remember what it was, but I remember Mum was like, oh, "Why don't you do it on? Um, why don't you do it on Bird's Eye and like how Captain Bird's Eye?" How he obviously there's the 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 icon that is Captain Birdseye, but it does come from a true story that he basically froze fish, uh, froze a load of food by mistake when he you know he was um, out on an expedition. Got is a he load a real of food. person then, Captain? Birdseye? Yeah, real person. Yeah, so I can't actually remember the actual story. I should do because I did a project on it. But um, I went there and said, "Oh look, any any chance of?" you helping me with some stuff and they were like yeah sure not a problem and they were so welcoming and they like took me into their like their I think it might have been like the CEO gave me like a load of free like these old school magazines are actually worth quite a lot and I like, had like Thunderbirds on the front and was so welcoming it was like yeah you take this take that you're fine mate you do whatever you, you know it was amazing but yeah this I'm actually just looking now Bird's Eye Factory burnt down uh, in 2007 and I cannot it, it was I'm going to send you the link now. Okay. Um, Through what? Through WhatsApp? Yeah. Is that all right? Does that work? I'm going to say, but you'll, hopefully you'll be able to see, uh, oh, actually I've just, no, I've just, I've just, (laughs) I thought, sorry, I thought, I thought, I, I, you've just sent me the text in lowercase, Bird's Eye Factory, Factory. Smith Road. Can't actually see it, you just described what it is. Yeah. No, sorry about that. Um, I did just quickly while you're, while, while you're trying to sort that out. I um, did yeah. a geography project on Tesco in um, Sheerness, where I, I grew up, and I worked there at the time. And I interviewed the boss of the Tesco that I worked at. It was going really well. Then I asked him one of the questions I remember asking. Him, I said, "Do you change the prices? Do different stores have different prices?" And he like wouldn't answer it. He went all oh, my proper Boris Johnson really? press conference on it like that. I was like, "Oh, that's obviously a yes." But I, like honestly, I'm just doing a geography project. I don't care. But it was like it all got a bit weird. He so, thought yeah. you were like, well, I don't know. Yeah. I just think I was a born journalist, insider. So, yeah. So actually, I'm just going to send you the pictures of them now. So okay, I'm ready. Oh, okay. they're the, coming through now. That big blue building. Oh yeah, just at the end of our road. Huge. <sighs> yeah. And then if you swipe right, that was the fu- like. So you can actually see Columbia Road. That was the road that I grew up on. And you can just see how imposing that was. Just have that at the end of the road. That's a mental fire. Was that on the news? Yeah. In in the rest of the country. It might have been, yeah. Well, because I don't remember seeing it, and it feels like it looks like the end of the world. 
Yeah, it is. Um, there's one building. There's Google one Bird's Eye Factory Fire for people who want to see this. It's Do you want to see the aftermath? There's a really funny aftermath. Well, I say funny. I mean, <laughs> yes, um, nothing more hilarious was, than a horrific fire. So there's, I've just sent you another photo. If you have a look at that, that's wow. basically what was left at the end of it. So this is basically the aftermath of the Bird's Eye Factory Fire. And it's like a pile of metal bigger than the houses, like twice the height yeah. of the houses. That's incredible. It's, it is insane. But yeah, I um, we kind of grown up with factories and that kind of uh, background. And yeah, I, I kind of uh, you know, love it, love it really. And the beach, I mean, I presume you had beach in uh, Isla Sheppey. Stony beach, but yeah, beaches, yeah. Stony. Blue flag beach, actually, one of Kent's few blue flag beaches. Good quality of water. Oh, is that good? Yeah, it is, yeah. Wasn't the time yeah. anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, so I even I just took a little walk last night on the beach. I had had me uh, had 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 the we had a chat and then um, went back and my mum did me uh, crumble apple crumble, which is absolutely incredible. Fair play to you. Nice. And then um, I went for a little wander and it was just great. Listened to um, Louis through podcast with uh, what's that chop? What's that chops? The uh, very good actor. Helena Bottom Carter. Oh, she is good. So, she is very good, yeah. So, um, that was, yes, yeah, so that, that was my night. And tonight, I think I'm going to go back to um, uh, the shower. Have a shower now. Have some food. I think mum's doing burgers. Um, and then I'm going to have a, probably a couple of lagers. I've had two showers today. And in fact, two and a half. Because I also hosed my legs down in the shower after I came back from the um, Green Country Park. So, um, well, that's good. Like Cause last week you were, you weren't sharing at all, were you? you no, I always have one. I didn't have one a day, but then I had mm-hmm. um, I had one after I got off the bike as well. With um, I did twenty minutes with Alex today. It was magnificent. Got my best record. I'm getting much much fitter from doing this bike every day, as you'd expect. Good on you. But you can see because you've got a, there's a statistic that you get of output that you can sort of use to measure how much of energy you generated cycling. And it's noticeably bigger than it was a month ago. Sort of oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's it's because like oh, most weeks I'll get a PB. You get like your your record outputs in like the different lengths you do. And generally, I'm doing twenty or thirty minutes. So today was my best output for twenty minutes. But it's quite it's like twenty kilojoules more than it was a, a month ago, something sort of like that. So what I will do is I'll do. Um, one of the early runs once they get up to 50 days which is my target of, of seeing yeah. how it's going 50 days in a row then I'll do I'll repeat one of the early rides I did and see what my output difference is Are you considering doing the Tour de France? Yeah I'm about I reckon I'm about 10 rides away from get, getting Arlo to give you a blood transfusion around the back of the exercise bike. And yeah, no, fair and enough. Fair place, stuff, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Just make sure he knows how to put a seatbelt on first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Arlo never really knows. It was Otto who forgot, but, um, but yeah. Um, oh, shit, sorry. That's all right. That's all right. I'm I've, got, I've got a lot of kids. Up. It's easy to mix them up. Um, so, so, yeah, that's it. I've got a Grand Prix tonight. Silverstone, oh, British Grand Prix. Uh, uh, home advantage for you. Uh, yeah, I mean, and everyone else though. So, uh, okay. um, well, yeah, I mean, I consider the Canadian Grand Prix to be my home one because I want to be a bit different. Um, and train friend, one of our group was a um, 
is it well is a diplomat and he um used to be a diplomat in Azerbaijan so he's Ooh. he's the um that's his grom- home grand prix so if anyone's got a link Baku. to a place yeah Baku yeah and he could he when you're driving around he'll give you a tour guide like little thing he'll say over there that's the castle or whatever it is and this here's that and this is this and this and that sort of thing. they give you a little tour and he'll show you where his office is it's very nice yeah um have you ever been to motor racing lloyd yeah, so I did. I used to, I used to, I used to love it. My my godfather, um, uh, he used to be a rally driver back in the day. So I, well, he used to look after me quite a bit growing up, and his house was just decorated with trophies, like from rally driving, also weirdly from a bit of table tennis. He used to play table tennis for Great Britain, and then um, he played local squash as well. But yeah, he used to be a rally driver, so he, he we would watch religiously Grand Prix, uh, F one. Um, we would often go to like local motor circuits uh, around here and watch stuff. Um, he used to drive quite nice cars as well, and I he um he yeah he just got me into. We used to go to like um what was the uh, there's a F1 museum. I can't remember where it was. Was it Brooklyn's maybe? No idea. Um, and there's another one that we went to. So yeah, I was I was uh, growing up. I was a massive F1 head, like huge, huge, huge. But what was really funny, like even like he passed away when he was seventy five. But the last car he had was a super super Impreza WRC STI two thousand, uh, metallic blue with gold wheels. That's the one, isn't um, it? That's the one. It's the one. Yeah. But it was like I know nothing about crazy. motor racing, but I know that car. He 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 was like the the, the one made famous by Colin McRae. Yeah, and he, he got it brand new and like had a real like all the all the car dealerships knew him in the area because he'd been driving for so long and you know. Just was 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 known for being a bit of a you know a good driver and stuff. His insurance was thirty six pounds a year because <laughs> he hadn't had a crash since nineteen fifty eight. And um, I remember we would like would be at the traffic lights and some like kids like ah oh, granddad nice car mate. He's like he'd be like oh is it oh it's um it's 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 my son's like it does seem quite fast. Like, is it capable of going pretty fast? Like, oh my God, mate, you've got no idea. And then would absolutely smoke them at the lights. <laughs> and he used to wear aviators and a leather jacket, which he'd worn his whole entire life. And it was so, it was unbelievable. Like we went, we went uh, track racing a few times in his Subaru. He also had a Renault 19, 16 valve, which was a, a mad little car. Uh, I had this little um, Toyota Corolla, Toyota Corolla, Toyota Corolla. Uh, like this little GT number, which was so nippy, um, but yeah, he was just he was just, he, I, so I was like a big petrol head growing up, but weirdly still still like it, but not as into it as as I used to be. I did. Just a, I think it, the rules have changed, and Earth and Sun is no longer here. I did a car thing with um, uh, Tim Lovejoy. We we had some sort of brand deal thing yeah. for um, what's it called for Ford Focus. He had this thing we had to do this basically five days of filming where he did different challenges for Ford. It was, I, ended up, I ended up on a TV advert for, for it. They still put it on telly without anyone telling me. But um, we, we did the different challenges. It was Tim and a mate, and I was the mate, and we went around and did different things. Um, like we had a, there was a music thing. We did something with the enemy, and um, there was a golf thing. And it was different. I can't remember what the other ones were. One was a cooking or something. Um, but I remember one of them was um, a car thing. And there's a guy called Paul Swift. I don't know if you've ever seen He's like a... A stunt driver type thing. So basically, stuff like doing handbrake turns around courses. Like, you know, there's that Ken Block bloke who does those sort of stunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like a British version of that. And and I've never been into cars. I'm not into 
I, I drive a 2008 Vauxhall Vectra Estate. I'm not, not, I'm not a big not petrol, petrol head. But I did this thing where we had to do this assault course. And it was like handbrake turns and all this sort of stuff like that. It was the best thing I've done in my life. It was unbelievable. Like just, just going out, doing spinning around cones, like drifting, all that sort of stuff. It was so fun. Wow. So good. Um, so I did, I did that for a bit. And my brother worked briefly. Uh, my brother, who is... Um, TikTok famous uh, Laurie Knox, Knox Study, now on 326,000 followers on TikTok. Um, he is, um, he used to work at Brands Hatch for a bit. Um, or for, for a, really? no, he was working for a motor racing company that, um, a company that organised events or something, like organised championships. Was it, um, BR, BRSC, BSRC, B, British. BMRC British Motor Racing Championships or something I don't know. He worked there anyway, and he and so they had boxes at Brands Hatch. So for a, a couple of years, a year or two, we, wow. I'd occasionally go to Brands Hatch. But I've never been into it, into it, but yeah. Oh yeah, I love it, and I, I actually I I wouldn't mind um, doing a few more like race days like in the future. I went to Goodwood a few years back and absolutely loved it. So. Yeah, well they got bloody hell. Have you seen the time? I know we've already got into this. I can sort of hear. Uh, we've got to the point now where we've been this. doing it for so long that my wife started to bring up the kids to bed, no, uh, to bath, and no longer is trying to just say stay downstairs for five minutes. So, um, oh, really, uh, 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 so that's fair enough. Fair enough, though. Um, um, so well, I'm gonna get a shower and then go, I'm gonna have a burger and two beers. You know, my wife, by the way, listens to every cool. one of these podcasts, which is about ten behind. So she's now listening to things we did ten days ago. That is mad. mad Why she take? Could she not have a binge day and just get up to get up to date? Yeah, she's got chores, isn't she? duties yeah. <laughs> she's got chores hasn't she oh basically i'm gonna get shouted at in 10 days time <laughs> in 10 days time you're gonna be in the doghouse let's mark it down uh, it'll be what uh thursday yeah, probably, uh, yeah. thursday next week oh, right. i'm looking forward to it amazing and my mum listens uh, as well and she also she? she subscribes to your youtube channel so has she did she enjoy the raised bed video I th- uh, i'll ask her i'm not sure she hasn't she hasn't mentioned it but um <laughs> yeah um, it'd be quite a weird thing to mention to be fair um, well, no, because she she like she. she uh, sorry, yesterday she was just catching up on all of um, PewDiePie stuff. So um, <laughs> I mean, she's really into her YouTube. That's cool. So, well, um, um, is, it, is that still a relevant uh, YouTube? Um, I think he's still uh, a big, big one. I think. And do you know, okay, it's cool. only about two years ago that I found out that PewDiePie wasn't called PewDiePie. Oh right, because that's how it's written, isn't it? Couldn't tell it's, you. It's capital P E W, capital D I E. Capital P I E, like PewDiePie, and that's what I was calling him for ages until I basically started doing YouTube myself. Found out, well, oh, probably, probably keep quiet there. Call him by his proper name. Yeah. Right, I've got to go for a shower. Can you stop talking? Yep. Nice one. I'll see you tomorrow. He stopped talking. I had literally stopped talking. I don't know. If you, do, you, do you want me to talk now? Um. Goodbye, Robbie. Oh, for fuck.